0: The Adventures of Bradley and Don, My Talk 1071. There has been a plane situation involving a door. I'm sure you've heard about that flight that lost a plugged door. Can you fill us in on the latest with this?
1: Well, you probably know that story, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. But that story led to a headline that had me click. And get obsessed, and also roll my eyes. So the headline was: Colorado family. By the way, good afternoon, Bradley's on. Hi, Colorado family stranded in Jamaica after grounding of Boeing Boeing 737 Max nine. Now you reference this, and I, we I haven't taken your temperature on this because we haven't talked about it as a show. But there was the story about this door that plopped off of a giant Boeing aircraft. Did, have you guys been following that at all?
0: Not like. Intensely, I just know that there a door came off. I didn't hear any of the other stories, honestly.
2: Um, my favorite part is that cell phones literally fell out of the airplanes and are still working.
0: Yeah. yeah so the, the one fell off
1: and the guy, feet. they yeah. like picked it up and yeah. it's like still working. And my phone. Bob, Bob, the guy, Bob, the, do- the door just fell in his backyard. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were out in your back do- backyard? <laughs> clonk, clonk, and you're like, dead. wow. Yeah. So I'm just saying like this story has all of these ancillary stories that are spinning off of it. Mm, not a good choice of words. But one of the stories that has spun out of that is that it temporarily suspended a bunch of aircraft. Well, and they're still suspended. Yeah. And it's these giant Boeing Max 9s, which apparently some airlines have leveraged heavily. One of those airlines is United. And it forced them to cancel a, uh, cancel a bunch of flights. One of which, as the headline stated, was a flight from Jamaica. Back to the United States. And I was like, oh, God, this poor family was stranded in Jamaica. Oh, my God. Tell me more. I think that's so then, the best
0: day of my life. Right? I'm like, oh, too bad. So then
1: I read this story. Uh, it's Lay Nelson is a senior at Prospect Ridge Academy High School in Broomfield. Her final semester starts Monday, but she won't be there to kick it off. Because her family is stranded in Montego Bay. (laughs) And it talks about how this family. Now, listen. So she says, we can't really enjoy ourselves, even though we're in a nice place, because we don't know when we're going home. We don't know what's going on. We know nothing. Now, look, I know being stranded is not a good thing, especially if you were planning on being home on a certain date. Right. Like that's going to cause confusion, chaos in your life. Problems probably cost you. Look, I'm trying to be nice to this family because I don't want to say that they're not experiencing stress, but the way I read it, I was like, uh, I feel like if you're going to get stranded, you kind (laughs) of want to get stranded at the end of a 10 day vacation in Jamaica that is requiring you to now stay bonus
0: vacation
1: (laughs) for another week, courtesy of the airline.
0: And courtesy of the airline, hopefully they are paying for their stay somewhere.
1: Now, here's where, and I'll give you the details, but here's where it's even more interesting to me. They literally were at the airport getting ready to hit the runway. So they were in the plane getting ready.
0: And they're like, wait a minute, we made this plane with Legos. Get off.
1: The pilot, well, they must have been at the gate because Lane... Uh, they said, quote, The pilot came running out of his cockpit and he was obviously a little distraught. No. He didn't know what was going on. And he was like, The FAA grounded everything. We can't go anywhere. You guys have to get off the plane. So uh,
0: now that And then would he be, goes and gets a drink, yeah, a little like, airplane bottle of booze. All of a sudden, of like,
1: you know, the like.
0: Party. Some music starts. Those do, like steel do, do, drums. Do, do,
1: do, and then, you know, you get off and everybody has a, a virgin pina colada. But. They did talk. So that would be stressful. I get it. But then United apparently bust a bunch of people to a hotel that was a couple hours away. Okay. Uh However, I guess Lane and their family decided to stay near the airport because they wanted to be close to the airline. Long story short, the airline is putting them up, mm-hmm. covering the cost of the hotel and transportation. Great. And we'll get them on flights. The only problem is they can't get them out for a week unless they want to I mean, fly on another there, airline. It,
0: that's my thing. Like, Okay. Like we can joke around and say that would be awesome, and it would depending on what kind of job that you have but also stressful but
1: like what job wouldn't but, go like well I guess there's nothing you can do
0: yeah true to give them just the grace and thinking okay if it's stressful it's stressful but why not just pay for him to get on another airline
1: yeah I don't it might be a, a... This As as simple as other people are trying to get on those airlines, I don't know. Like This was early on, this story, so I don't know if they've since been able to get on. The way they made it sound was that the airline up to that point had offered to book them on a flight a week later, and uh, they could, quote, try searching on their own as they continue living out of suitcases, like for another solution. Mm. So... I don't know what the answer to your question is, is my point, but I kind of,
0: just kind of feel like, I mean, are you really going to try that
1: hard to get out of there? I'd be
0: like, can we get some meal vouchers?
1: Yeah, well, like I said, they're putting them up, so. Yeah,
0: can you also, my dog is in the doggy hotel, and he's going to have to stay another week, so can you pay for that, too?
1: Also, here's the other thing I would say, here's another reminder, get travel insurance, because if you have, and I don't know how they purchase their stuff, but if they had put it on a credit card. Mm-hmm. If you've got travel insurance on your credit card, that's all gonna be paid for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just think about people that save all year for this certain amount of money. And then if they don't have a lot of cushion in it, it that that could be stressful. Because there's such a domino effect.
1: Yeah. You know. But if the airline's paying for it. Yeah, they better. Yeah.
0: You hate to be that person, but you'd have to be like, and plus I have this, you know. Yeah. Lost wages. Give me the money.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of like backing forth and covering of costs and what Ugh. covers what. But again, this to me would be a reminder. Get insurance because then I would just kick back and be like, sorry, I can't make it back for a whole week.
0: <laughs> and then I have to call Colleen and go, hey, will you come fill in for Bradley? Yeah. He's sure in Jamaica.
1: Just fine.
0: Yeah. Well best of luck to them oh
1: okay well i'll let you know what happens to them should they get out i just thought okay (laughs) here's a fun story because if you're gonna get stuck somewhere better to get stuck in the middle of paradise
0: that's true not in a lay on a layover to you know somewhere like
1: well yeah can you imagine just getting stuck in a random city that you had been on a layover in no that would be terrifying
2: we can cincinnati enjoy (laughs)
1: oh that would not be enjoyable sorry to the good people of cincinnati but i know no. Nope. Oh, nope. All right. When we come back, I have on the list here Bluzinski. What's a Bluzinski, Don
0: That is Emily Blunt and John Kaczynski.
1: All right. Uh, you've got an update on them. Apparently, people have been trying to read their lips at the Golden Globes.
0: Yes. And then I also have some great bad lip reading of the Kyla May situation
1: fabulous we will get to both of those things when we return right here on the adventures of bradley and dawn on my Ah.
0: well it's the new year and livia weight control centers wants you to choose you and if you have tried every which way to lose weight and just haven't seen the results that you want I'd like to introduce you to the Livia way. And the Livia way is personalized. It's a one-on-one approach. It helps you not only lose weight, but also you can boost your self-confidence and guide you to a healthier and happier version of yourself. And if you join Livia today, you'll get your first three months free when you mention me. And uh, I lost weight with Livia. I uh, enjoyed the time I had with them. And they put me on a maintenance program. So now I do not gain weight. And if I do gain a couple of pounds over the holidays, it just comes right back off when I put myself back on the program. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, it can be a dream come true for you if you call Livia today, L-I-V-E-A dot com or call 855-GO-LIVIA. Say, I would like three months free. I heard this from Don McLean on my talk. It's Livia's three months Go to your happy price, price, line.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
0: Welcome back to the show. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. Did you miss Blinded by the Item? You can download that today. Uh, just go to blindedbytheitem.com or you can download it wherever you get your podcast, as well as the rest of this entire show. Well, let's talk about lip reading. It's been all the rage since the Golden Globes on Sunday. Uh, the latest victims, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski.
1: Oh, no. What's going on with those two? Now
0: they've been a happy couple for a very long time. Um, and except people got real crazy with lip reading this year and it's gone viral that it looked like when they were on the red carpet that John Krasinski, Krasinski said to his wife, I can't wait to divorce.
1: Oh, that, that would be shocking. (laughs) And she said also an odd place to just throw that out on the red carpet.
0: Uh, and And then she said, hey, and then he said, I'm serious. Um, All through smiling at the same time. I mean, you really got to hate somebody to say that. When you're presenting yourself as a couple in public in front of millions of people around the globe and you go, I can't wait to divorce you. Yeah, I don't feel like (laughs) that. It's just so dumb. Um, So lots of people, I mean, some people were like, I've watched this 500 times and I swear he's saying divorce. Well... Another person pointed out, which is most likely the truth, you can hear her say, it's actually kind of chilly right now. That was audible, okay? Oh, and then so he, he responds, the I can't wait to get indoors. Not so, get divorced.
1: So people were just confusing. Somebody had too much time on their hands. Lots also, of Who are these people that just sit there watching lips trying to figure out, <laughs> what are these people saying?
0: Well... It was all their age this time. They need to know more and more. Even though celebrities give up a lot of themselves or what they want to share, they still, you'll never give them enough, mm. the public enough. Yeah, well, they want more sure. and more and more. And quite frankly, it's why we have jobs. We talk about celebrity gossip. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but. Well, I just it, think it's
1: weird that you would think in this case that they would talk about Openly on the red carpet getting divorced. It seems a little absurd.
0: I mean, yeah, you'd have to really not be getting along very well. And there's never I don't remember any other time where they've had a rocky relationship. Well, then the tabloids pointed out that she made it even worse because she attended the governor's awards last or Tuesday night last night. Yeah, Um, she did not have John with her. So So she didn't want to go.
1: They were talking about divorce on the red carpet, (laughs) and then didn't go to the party together. Well, it's only a matter of time.
0: It's clear, yeah, that their divorce. I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) Oh boy, I think that they said it was cold because. And can we just talk about that? uh, Everyone was talking about how cold it was, and like high from Minnesota.
1: Yeah, was it it really that cold?
0: It was. It upper fifties. But they were freezing.
1: Yeah, I guess for them though, that's freezing. It is
0: freezing. Our bodies have adjusted to wintertime.
1: Also, we've been pretty lucky. Speaking on that, it's going to get really cold, isn't it? Next week,
0: like negative. All right. It is time. I don't want to hear them complaining about how it's cold. Yeah. But uh, setting that aside, right now we have to go to my favorite thing on the (laughs) internet right now, which is taking the conversations, especially Kylie and Timothy Chalamet. And the bad lip readers, they're a group that will dub over. It's yeah. just like when this they is that the lip sports. reading
1: that I can get behind is <laughs> I <love> bad it. <laughs> lip reading I because it. I don't care about what they're actually saying, although maybe it would be interesting if it was really something shocking. Probably not. Most times, that's where these bad lip readers come in, because they actually make it funny.
0: Oh, I mean, and it's just like the one I watched five hundred not 500 times. Is that the one that, that I sent you guys times. on Twitter? Yeah. Um, I didn't see that you sent me something on Twitter, but I have an, some audio from my favorite one, which this is the conversation between Timothy and Kylie. As, is this the
1: Tabasco one? Yeah, it's Tabasco.
0: Yeah. 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 Point. You're the Tabasco. I bought my parent girl one of these. Everyone like it, but hers is plaid. This isn't. Yeah, plaid, huh? Yeah, it's so nice. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. How do you
2: like my elbows?
0: I don't care about them, really. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty nice.
1: Just pretty nice? Come on. Yes.
0: I mean, elbows are stupid because, like, like, everybody has them. <laughs> Mine are the best, though.
1: <laughs> what's What's so... You can't see it, dear listeners, but the thing that's so delightful about that is it matches verbatim. Like, word for word, it looks like they are saying those words.
0: Yeah. For sure. It's on our show links page if you want to watch that TikTok. Um, And then there was another one I found that I think you're going to like as well. I have some
1: gas. Oh. That smells good. Oh. I'm going to explode until I release
2: all of my gas. Come
1: on. (laughs) I'll blast you away.
0: (laughs) I'll blast you away. Oh, my my God. I have not heard that one. (laughs) Oh, I just love it. It's great. Um, So the first one, I honestly think that that could have been a conversation they had about elbows, because there seems just from the outside view that they might have some surface conversations. If you buy the reality of
1: what's going on with those two, (laughs) they're in that dumb, drunk stage of love. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you would have to believe they're just in that like especially evidenced by the amount of kissing and, like, the proximity of their faces to one another. Three kisses. They're in that early stage of love where it's just, like, you're not talking about anything meaningful because everything is meaningful. And you're looking into
0: their eyes, and they're like, your elbows are really sexy. Yeah,
1: like, oh, my God, I've never met anybody with better elbows. Who knows? I've never even noticed elbows until yours came along. (laughs) Totally believable.
0: Yes. Um, Was there anybody else who had some conversations that are being... Lip readers are getting into lip reading Golden Globes. I mean, there has to be more. It has to be more than just John Krasinski, Emily mm. Blunt, and uh, Selena Gomez. I haven't seen any.
1: I did see the headline for the John Krasinski story yesterday, but I didn't actually read it. So I knew that one was out there. But I think other than that, although, you know, last year, I think it was, we had like some J-Lo and benifer or some Ben and Jen. Oh, yeah. yeah that was during one of the
2: award shows. They Is that, were,
1: that was uh, the Grammys?
2: Must have been the Grammys. Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
0: If you go to the Twitter account of Bad Lip Reading, so these good. are the people that uh, have done this. They just take, they take anything. They take movie clips. But
1: they're actually good at it. So they're like there's very good, good. Li- good lip reading and bad lip reading. I mean, they go really, they go all in to match up the words. So it, like you, you just get fascinated by like, wow, who came up with that?
0: And their voiceover actors are pretty accurate, like the second one there with the farting. That's like, that doesn't sound like him. But the previous clip, that sounds like his voice. And her it, voice.
2: You don't have to be a fan of the NFL, but there's, like, the NFL ones that they do yes. where they zoom in. It's like Tom Brady, and he's just, like, <laughs> yelling the most obscure things and just random things like, I don't even know, purple tic-tac. Yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. Yeah, marshmallow. And it's just like you're watching it, and it looks like he's saying exactly that. Yeah. It is so, so good. good. Voice is so silly. take some time. It oh, is worth a watch.
0: Yes, it looks like the ones they have on their account right now are from... There's a bunch for Hunger Games that are really good. Um, I can't really say what they're saying, but that would be boring anyway for me to sit there and let's um,
1: Dawn is lip reading the bad lip reading.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not actually listening, but it looks it's it's pretty convincing. And then if you need a little bit of um, levity when it comes to politics, they always have like the debates. Oh, Oh, sure. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: go follow if you want to enjoy some bad lip reading. I, I mean, it's always a good laugh.
0: Do you think that I think that this is the Oscars is going to be even more lip reading once we get to that? It's going to be like any live, any
1: live award show like that, because you've got all these amazing celebrities in one place who you don't normally see together and you don't actually know what they're saying. So to put words to it, you know, just makes it that much more fun. (laughs) Yes, it does. 100%. When
0: I think it's the 21st that the Oscar nominations come out. Um, I think that I wrote that I put it down in my calendar, so we'll definitely give you all the details on that once it happens. Of
1: course, we will have wall to wall Oscar 23rd. coverage and more on that later, of course. But when we come back, our good friend Dawn has some dreams she's going to interpret. She does that every Wednesday at one thirty. And uh today is no different. So we'll do that on the other side of this, right here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select
1: devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The
0: Adventures of Bradley on My Talk one zero seven one. This is your place for entertainment news. Uh, And we also, on Wednesdays at this time, I interpret dreams. So let's get to it.
2: Why don't you tell me about your dream?
0: I was, I was back in high back school. school and it was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving, I was driving my, car my car and I couldn't
1: control it. Then, then I fell, I fell off, off a cliff, cliff with Leonardo to
2: Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver dream Dawn. Dreamweaver dawn, dream dream Weaver dawn. Weaver dawn. Weaver You wanna interpret some dreams, Dawn? Yes!
1: Well good, because listeners have continued to send you their dreams. Learn how you can uh, submit your dream for Dawn's interpretation later in the show. But right now, let's get to it. Jennifer has a dream for you. She says, Dear Dawn, I am frequently dreaming about large angry bears chasing me. I wake up terrified, hearts pounding. What does it mean, and how can I stop it?
0: Terrifying! Uh, Okay, Jennifer, so you're frequently dreaming about it. That means that... um Your subconscious mind, uh, your inner self is trying to tell you something. If you have a recurring dream, it's like, hey, we're trying to get your attention here. So you have to think about what's happening in your life that isn't necessarily one situation, but it applies to many different situations. Maybe you're having some issues at work and then there's like family issues or how you deal with going to school or the different parts that you play in your life uh these bears move about through these different things so there's a through line here it sounds like the bears are bears are animals and animals are habits so there is a difference between dreaming about your pet and dreaming about a large wild animal okay when you dream about your pet it's a habit that you nurture so it's something that you are really attached to doing Maybe it's I have to have a cup of coffee every morning in my alone time. That's habits are not good or bad; they just are what they are. I mean, you have to decide. Some of them are good things, like always being on time. See, but they are patterns in your life that can either help you or hinder you. A bear is, and they're they're chasing you. So, and you're terrified. So that means there are some things that are happening that seem larger than life. That you don't know how to tackle and they are habits that you have, um, but not necessarily ones that you nurture. It's something that's like, oh, I did that thing again where I screamed at people <laughs> or something, something like that. It's not like a comforting thing. It's more of like the, the fear of yourself and things that you do habitually. Uh, and then if you're afraid that what's going to happen, you're being chased. And then what's the end to that? If they do catch you, you will die and or be attacked. And that is a fear of change because death is change in a dream. So you fear that these big habits that you have are somehow going to change you.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And I don't know what that is. You have to n- n- sort of ponder that yourself. Jennifer, thank so don't you. be
1: afraid of the bears. Be afraid of yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it's something within you. It's not an outside force yeah. that you're afraid of.
1: All right. Well, Jennifer, if that rings a bell at all, let Dawn know because she always likes feedback. And good luck on those um, habits, whatever they are.
0: And it, your your brain is very dramatic. I would like to say so.
1: All but- right. Lynn has an email for us. She submitted the following dream. Dear Dawn, I dreamt I was flying to Europe. First, I tried to get crows to land on my hand. <laughs> Then it goes to me at the airport with a friend. I notice that my bag only contains purse stuff, no clothes, nothing else. Next, I'm in a tramway to the airport, then on the plane with a very industrious woman. Oh, what's mm-hmm. going on here? She says, What's an Whoa. industrious woman? Well, like they- she's. Making like uh, <laughs>
0: Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> I don't
1: know. She's making refrigerators next to you.
0: Maybe. Who knows? Well, something I noticed in this dream is that there are several different vehicles of transportation. So we're talking about, and we're talking about um, an airport. That would be a place that is sort of like a collective. It's like a group or organization that you're involved with. That could be your company it could be a church it could be a knitting group but it's something that is organized and involves other other people and usually would we don't dream about other people but um this is just talking about an organization of some sort that okay. you're involved in and then the plane is taking you from one state of subconscious mind to another And it's taking you to Europe, and that is an unfamiliar part of your brain that you're not necessarily comfortable with. And in that, it sounds like you don't feel prepared because you have this purse or you have this luggage where you don't have the right clothes. Mm. But really, the clothes aren't clothes. They're really the tools that you need to figure things out on your journey because you keep making journeys and little pit stops. Like now you're on the tram. Uh, The other woman in the dream is you. So you are sort of observing yourself go through life and you, if she's industrious, I'm assuming you would, would admire this woman. So it is a part of yourself that you don't feel like is really you. And so you're going through all these touchstones in life, Mm. trying to get from one, particular thing to another with this other person that could probably help you out she's industrious so she could probably help you find the tools that you need and that's all within you Lynn it's
1: all within you you are the reason Lynn you've got the solutions yes all right I bet people can relate to that because you know oh I got to get here oh I got to go on this trip and I never quite get there that's a relatable pattern in dreams right
0: Oh, yes and the crows would be um a habitual way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So it's like a pattern of thought because birds fly in patterns.
1: That's good to know. All right. Uh, From Lynn's Crow Europe vacation, (laughs) we have Terry and Terry submits the following dream. Dear Dawn, my dream last night involved being trapped in a school with strangers. People tried to escape one by one, but but were killed by a coven of witches. Someone then said the only way to kill a coven of witches is to bring in an exterminator and spray the school. Wow. Are they roaches or witches? Terry would like to know. <laughs> yes. She didn't say that I did. Yeah. Okay, so uh she's killing witches or trying to in her high school. <laughs>
0: OK, so anytime we dream about school, it's just it's very simple here and it's very like you've got to think of the form and function of what a thing is. This is a time in your life where you're learning new things. Mm-hmm. That could be um, anywhere from emotional lessons that you're learning in your relationship or it could be actual stuff like I have to learn this computer program and I'm not loving it. Um, there has there is some fear in hear that um you can't get out of this state of learning and you feel like you want to get out of it so you're like i i wish i would catch on to this sooner and like i said it doesn't have to be actual learning about stuff it could be just like lessons in life and you you're kind of stuck in this place all those other people that are trying to escape are just different aspects of yourself uh the witches is interesting because um Coven
1: of witches.
0: Yes. So witches would be like an imagined fear that you have that is really a part of you again, but it's just it's a part of yourself that, you know, comes into play whenever you're feeling stressed. So you have this idea about yourself Whenever you're stressed, that seems like it's an imagined part of you. It doesn't really exist, but you fear yourself in that way. Um, and then you're like, I need to put the fire out on my emotions or whatever that is for you. How you maybe you shut down completely. Okay. And you don't communicate. That's another way that you can be harmful to yourself. And this can be an imagined. And you might think like, I can't ever stop doing this. This is something that is um scary to me and foreign so um,
1: somebody tells her call the exterminator the
0: exterminator i mean that's just like what can i do to stop this thing that's Mm -hmm. happening so uh, this is all stress about learning something so really think about that
1: okay yeah i'm sure that's relatable to terry uh last up on our list and by the way if you just joined us dawn is interpreting dreams she does this every wednesday and she'll tell you how you can submit your dream in just a moment but first we've got margaret she's our last dream of the day she says dear dawn i have a recurring dream that i'm topless in public Surely this is a common dream, right? This is either socially acceptable or no one has noticed because no one seems to be troubled by my nakedness except me. I worry that if I cover up like I want to do, people will notice my nudity. So I do my best to act normal no. and natural and not run from the scene while covering myself.
0: Oh, okay.
1: She just boobs out.
0: Okay, Margaret, you are maybe a little bit shy and you have a lot of times in your life where you are honest about your feelings Mm. and you speak those and that causes you to retreat internally because you're like, oh, Mm. no, I said stuff. Yeah. Okay. And maybe your idea of who you would like to be in the day is someone who is guarded and doesn't share a lot with people. So you're going back and forth. If you're constantly having this dream of nudity, there are always days where you go, oh, God, I didn't I shouldn't have said that. But then there's the other part of you that goes, no one cared. Like, nobody noticed that you said that. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. So it's an internal struggle you. that you have. So, um, yeah, it's just feeling like you were too honest and real.
1: So when you're naked in a dream, uh, I'm just thinking of the listener who's probably had a similar dream. This is just about feeling vulnerable.
0: It is about, yeah. yes, and specifically like... How you communicate with other people. What about people?
1: pooping in an airport in front of everyone?
0: I can totally tell you what that means. What yeah, does it mean? It means that you said a bunch of stuff that you, like, you verbal diarrhea diarrheaed.
1: So this is not me today, but I had this dream once and I just thought it was hilarious because I was covered from the waist down. So no one could see that I was going to the bathroom. Okay. But I had to go to the bathroom.
0: Okay. So it was secret. <laughs>
1: secret doo-doo. But it was like, you still had to go. And I was like, I don't think I could go. Yeah. You know, because you're like, you have that whole thing of like, because you're not supposed to go in front of people, right? Yeah.
0: And the going is eliminating, that's an elimination of waste from your body. Okay. And so you are eliminating thoughts that come out of you. Yeah. So you're getting rid of stuff and you're saying stuff like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then you go, oh God, did I say that?
1: Like nobody look.
0: Exactly. And a lot of us have a fear of doing that. Yeah. I'm
1: just, I think of like, you know, public nudity or like having to go to, you know, doing something in front of people that we don't normally do in our waking lives. That, from what I gather from what you've shared, is about revealing yourself or being Emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Dawn, for another fabulous uh, set of dreams. If listeners want to submit their own dream, what can they do?
0: They can go to mytalk1071.com. You can click on our show links page (laughs) and you can find our emails there if you could keep it to a paragraph that would be ideal
1: i just love that i gave everyone that mental picture you're welcome
0: <laughs> that's Going okay to the bathroom
1: in an airport it's fun could you if I've you had,
0: had to um oh my gosh i mean i've had the same dream i'm in the middle of the aisle where people are walking around and oh. there's a toilet and it's just open and i'm yeah. like well um could i <laughs> i mean if i had to i guess
1: yeah
0: I but i wouldn't like it and no. I would be scarred.
1: Uh, when we come back, <laughs> we're going to ponder even deeper questions on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Specifically, did Taylor Swift just write a major motion picture? We'll find out, courtesy of Mike. On my- <laughs> Helping get clean water flowing, kids back to school, parents making a living, and families around the world rebuilding meaningful lives. This is exactly the kind of thing that can happen when you start a subscription for good with my friends at Alight. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight, a Twin Cities-based organization spreading across the globe in over 20 countries to help those displaced for a number of reasons. War, conflict, famine. Turn on the news, open your social media feeds. You know there are plenty of reasons that people have been forced to leave everything they have behind. Now, here's where we come in. A subscription for good is a way each and every month to commit to the things that you value, to commit to helping those who need it most. Just like we have subscriptions for the other things we enjoy in our lives, the media, um, exercise, whatever it is that you're paying for each and every month, let's contribute to doing some good in the world. Head to wearealight.org today to learn more. And thank you.
0: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, Must not take yourself too seriously. And 6-1 since
1: that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Mike is our famed producer and he has a lot of theories out there about a movie coming up but before we get to that um we have some tickets to see art at the guthrie uh and that is coming up uh, in the next hour so stick around for that
1: now i'd like to just add a little bit which is uh at some point i was made aware that you guys talked about a movie called argyle while i was gone on i think my last cruise or Right, it must yeah, have been. Yeah,
0: Colleen cause... was here, and we got real excited. And oh, that's
1: yeah. because, well, I imagine if Colleen was involved, if Mike was excited, it might have had something to do, allegedly, supposedly, with Taylor Swift. Now, I saw a trailer for a movie during the Golden Globes about uh, a movie called Argyle. Turns out, these all all of these
2: things overlap. And Mike, yeah.
1: you're going to tell us why.
2: I'll quickly just kind of give you the backstory. So Argyle, this uh, upcoming film, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, take your time to watch it. It looks pretty fantastic. Yes. It is uh, based on the fourth novel of an unpublished tr- uh, group of novels. Actually, okay. the first one. The first novel of these four just dropped yesterday or the day before. I think it was Tuesday. Yesterday. So the first of four novels, Correct. the
1: fourth of which this movie is based on. Correct. That's which haven't said. been published except the first one just was.
2: The first one was just published.
1: I'm confused, now, but
2: go on. Keep in mind. So this is based on that fourth novel of it, and it's going to be a series. It's built up. This. Do we
1: have the idea that the the all previous like all of those books will be released by the time this movie comes out?
2: No, because the movie's coming out in two weeks oh. or three weeks. Well, this is weird. Okay, tell me more. Weird. So, yeah, I know. That's the way it was worded, though, when you start to do the research. Here's the thing, though. So this movie, that, again, is based on a book that no one's seen yet, uh, has a budget of $200 million. Whoa. Whoa. Usually you need to have a pl- pretty good backstory and pretty good story to get a budget of that. You caliber. Uh, if you've seen the trailer, you know that they uh, are going to have Henry Cavill starring in this movie, along with Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston. Oh, it's a who's it's who. It's huge. The entire Catherine list: Catherine
1: O'Hara, uh, O'Hara, Sam Jackson, John Cena, Rob Delaney, Brian Cranston. Like. Dually Big names, bumps. oh yeah. yeah,
2: huge names. And so the thing is, though, ever since this announcement was made, this movie's coming out, uh, there's been some digging into the interesting uh, parallels of the Taylor Swift universe and this movie. Okay, so there's an overlap. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. So a TikTok user named Jesse Swift Talk she went viral back in October of last year with her fan theory that the writer of those novels that we're talking about. Is Taylor Swift? What? Now there are lots of reasons to believe this. First off, the Argyle, the All Too Well music video. There was a, a young lady in that music video that had red hair. Okay, uh, she was wearing an Argyle sweater. The main character of this movie does. Mm-hmm. She was wearing an Argyle sweater that had the exact same pattern and even color combination as all of the branding of this Argyle mm. movie. Now, furthermore. This main character, who's played by Bryce Dallas Howard, also carries her cat with her everywhere. That cat is a Scottish fold, much like Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift's cat. Mm -hmm. And even the cat carrier that she uses in the trailer is the exact same cat carrier that we saw in Miss Americana on Netflix. Oh! Yes, exactly. Because we all know there's no bigger cat pervert in this world than Taylor Swift. That's
1: right. I have done... I've done... Okay,
2: so you're you're <laughs> making the case that there's a lot of
1: com- um, similarities between these yeah, two like- things. Want to get a
2: little further? Yeah, let's go oh. deeper. Like the fact that Ellie Conway can't be found. There's very little information about the- writer about of the, the books can't be found? All that's out there is Penguin Random or- uh, Penguin, what is it? Random House? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Penguin Random House has a little bio about this author who is apparently from upstate New York, and there's really not much else. Now, if you look up her Instagram page, you will notice that that Instagram page doesn't have a lot of posts, but the posts that it does have were all started on December 13th, (gasps) 2022, which is Taylor Swift's birthday. What?
1: So you're telling me all this. You guys were telling me all this mm-hmm. off air, and I know you talked about this on air while I was not here. So all of those things seem very, well, first of all, you want to go any deeper?
2: I do, because if you Google <laughs> Ellie Conway, the name Ellie Conway, what comes up? Well, Google Ellie Conway with nothing else tied to it. You might see some stories about the conspiracy that we're talking about right now, or you're going to see a, an individual, and oh, maybe they've updated here by now, but there's a fictional character you'll see if you click on the top. That fictional character is from a Austrian. Australian soap opera. Now, when you click on it, it says in her main bio, played by Kendall Nunn, and her first appearance was on December 13th, 2001, 2001.
0: Taylor's again, birthday. December
2: 13th, yet again.
0: Okay. Taylor's birthday!
2: Now, there was also a post from the cat that's in this video. By the way, this cat's famous. This cat that is in this movie is actually Claudia Schiffer's cat. Claudia Schiffer is married to Matthew Vaughn, who is the director of this movie. He did Kick Ass, he did the Knights, or the Kingsman. He's done a lot of great so he movies. Uses Lady's Cat. He uses Lady's Cat. That cat has a Twitter account as well, or an Instagram account, and posted an interesting little tease saying, "Tomorrow I've got a big announcement coming out." This tease was made the day before Eras Tour what? in theaters
0: oh was my. announced. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It so, continues.
2: Okay, There's I have more. a question. Yes, please give me questions.
1: Okay, no, I have a question because mm-hmm. I do, uh, I know we could go a little deeper, but I want yeah, yeah, to pick at this a little bit because all of these things sound like I'm, something is up here. Yeah. But what, do we do we have anything connecting Taylor Swift to this project or just that? Whoever is behind this project clearly understands the power of connecting Taylor Swift to the project.
2: That's the big thing. Regardless of whether or not Taylor Swift is involved with this, they've done a very good job of getting the Swifty army to believe this yeah, entire is thing is an Easter egg. marketing it's ploy so to
1: get people to go see your movie, right? And
0: in the trailer at the very end, they're like, yeah. This is actually Agent Argyle. It's supposed to be a big secret until the end. The doors open and then it cuts away.
2: And there's actually on their uh, official X account or Twitter uh, account, they say, don't let the cat out of the bag. And it shows the cat literally in the bag. When you see the movie, don't, don't spoil it. Oh, okay. so, so there's apparently a huge twist at the
1: end. Kind of like the uh, play the mousetrap in London. They're like, don't tell people who the murderer was. Right. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so you think it could be Taylor Swift and everybody's going to have to keep a secret.
2: Maybe that's why Ooh. they've tied all of these little Taylor Easter eggs to that the marketing of this film. Kind of amazing. And right? book series, because this is a book yeah. series as well. So
0: Who on their first novel, and yeah. they have no social, they have no footprint on the internet. Who in their first four books ever that haven't been released gets a movie for $200 million?
1: Yeah. That's well, I wonder doesn't,
0: that doesn't happen. I
1: wonder though, like I, somebody needs to do the legwork to find out who did the deal and who who had the rights, right? Because I wonder if the author was like, "Well, I don't," you know. They're like, it, "Give us it for five
2: dollars," and then it somehow got option when- for. And that's the other thing, too, because this is either obviously somebody famous or somebody like a Taylor Swift, or it's just another very successful author using a pseudonym of Ellie Conway. Because Ellie Conway still has a bunch of posts on Instagram, not a bunch, there's like 15, but none of them show her face. None of them talk anything about her specifically. They're all just kind of obscure. And Taylor Swift fans have really dug into every single post and found a way to connect it to basically something Taylor every time. Which, again,
1: even if it's not Taylor, it's still genius, right? It is a number one. It's literally the number one release right now on amazon in espionage thrillers Mm. so not surprising it does make me want to read the story like Mm -hmm. is the story good there is i mean again it's got some amazing people and it's got henry cavill in it
0: not to con yes uh not to confuse things but the redhead in the it doesn't have any well it could uh it's sadie sink in that video yes from stranger things the redhead and Taylor Swift has red hair in the video when mm-hmm. she appears in it.
1: All right. Well, Mike, thank you for taking us down that rabbit hole. If anything develops, of course. Or you get any more clues, please let us know. We'll do. I kind of want to read the book now. All right, when we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Costco, do you love it? Do you hate it? Dawn's <laughs> gonna tell us about something they're doing that might tick a few customers off. We'll find out when we return, right here on My Talk 1071.